What's going on, travelers? Welcome back to the 67th episode of The Resonance, a weekly Genshin Impact podcast. I'm your host, Dalton. With me is Ran. Hi, darlings. Are you going to be Ran's little helper? Don't worry. I'll take very good care of you. I know who this is because only one person would say anything like that. <laughs> is, it, is it obvious? Yeah, it's Lisa. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. That one, that one was pretty easy. It was the darling. It's yeah. nobody. Yeah. Absolutely. She, which I guess is good, right? Because you want characters who are like very unique. Mm-hmm. And like nobody plays that role. Who's the who's uh who's Geo Lisa that we saw in the trailer? What's her name? Oh, uh, Navia. Navia. I feel like yeah. Navia is going to be just like that. I hope so. Navia looks <laughs> like she's going to be really like playful with the way she like smiles and sticks her tongue out and stuff. Yeah. So yeah, I see that being a lot of fun. Like more mischievous than Lisa. Oh yeah. Yeah. I love yeah, that but though. Not, yeah. yeah th- th- this voice line is like her regular hello. There's a lot more to it where she talks about being a grand mage and stuff. Oh, oh yeah, like, well, that gives away too much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but I figured once once I said darling or like cutie or something like that, I'm like, oh yeah, it's just, it's it's a giveaway. Yeah. <laughs> oh, cool. That's All right, good, well, I'm glad you got that one. <laughs> yeah. Well. It's fun. It's fun to like hear you say it, and I wasn't even I I'm not expecting. It. I'm not used to it. So when you started <laughs> saying it, I was like, wait, what? And then I was like, oh yeah, I forgot. He does a new voice line like every week. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, I have to make I have to make next week's a little bit tougher. All right. How no, are you this really week, obvious. though? Uh, I, I am. I'm actually doing pretty good, man. Um, got an artifact. I think I got all the chests and everything out of the uh, Valerian Mirage. Mm-hmm. So I've been doing that. Um, knocking out in Street Fighter Six. I'm up in like the high gold rank. I'm trying to break into what's the next one? I think like platinum or diamond or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, knocking the crap out of Nikkei. Pretty much doing my daily stuff every day. My my luck. And Nikkei's gotcha has been absolutely bonkers. I don't think I've missed like I think I've missed like one limited character so far. I saw your screenshot. You had two limiteds in one pool. Yeah, dude, I get so many multi pools in that game. It's it's absolutely bonkers. And I don't think I've ever had a multi pool in Genshin. Whoa! See, I'm the so, exact opposite. Oh, oh yeah, I've seen your streams. I see you go like, oh look, I've got. You know, double Gene and a Shinar. Like, oh, look, I pulled double Yeland. Like, okay, whatever, man. No, double Yeland was Pharaoh. That was Pharaoh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. So, no, but uh, the, the the banner changed over, so I've been throwing everything I got at uh, at Kokomi. But uh, but like I said, I, I'm, I'm just working up towards my 50-50 still. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't think I'm going to get her, but we keep throwing our – every time we get gems, we throw a pull at her. Nice. So, so so you're hoping you yeah. get her, and if not, then you're guaranteed for Fontaine? Yes. Do you think, yep. based on like what you saw in the trailer, I know you've seen leaks, but we don't really, we don't talk about them on the show, but like, do you think you're going to be pulling on the first banner, based on what we've seen so far? Maybe, it all depends who's who's on it. Um, like I said, I've seen a couple leaks, I've seen some of my speculations on you know what characters going to be on what banners? If her, what characters may be possibly going to the standard banner and things like that? Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm really just kind of playing it by ear and seeing how it comes because I put I don't put a lot of faith in the leaks. I put in some, but as far as like things like that go, I don't really plan out my gems a whole lot. So we'll, we'll just see what happens. Some catch my interest, I'll throw it at that. 
But I know why uh, I just got another Dea off my standard banner. I saw that too, yeah. Yeah, so I mean, that's cool. So I'm about to see two Dea. And nah, she's been great because now, like, when you do her second elemental skill, it lasts like six seconds longer and it like increases the crit damage if you take damage while inside the circle. So it's 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 a really good constellation mm, for it. I've been having cool. a lot of fun with it. Yeah, no, it's just been great just having that her skill stay on the ground for a lot longer. That's made a big difference. Yeah. So what about you, man? You've been up to anything good? Um I've been scrounging the bottom of the barrel for Prima Gems because I'm trying I'm not spending until Fontaine. Because I know okay. the shop bonuses will reset and that's when I'll spend. Oh yeah. Um I forgot about that. But Farozan's banners here. I mm-hmm. think I went too hard trying to get Klee. Okay. Because I got Eula, right? Yep. Won mm-hmm. my 50-50. And then I was like, all right, I'm going for Klee. So okay. I think I threw maybe 20 to 30 pulls at Klee. And since then, I've been, it's just been Prima Gems from the events, from dailies, uh, from achievements, the battle pass. And I did 20 pulls so far. And I've gotten four yawn phase, two wow. in each pull. No <laughs> Faruzan. I need two Faruzans to make her C six because I really want to bring my Wanderer team to the Abyss, mm. and I can do the Abyss, but it needs to be like an easy clear for for Wander for him to even do anything in four twelve. Yeah. That C six, especially for because I'm not running Benny. Maybe I should run Benny, but I've. I know a lot of people will pull characters for like aesthetic. They won't focus on meta. I know you're you're kind of like that. Oh yeah. Um, I'm like somewhere in the middle. But when it comes mm-hmm. to like my team comps, if I if I want to use a team that sounds fun, not that's mm-hmm. like meta. Okay. So sure. Um. So if you're. If you're not having fun, then what's the point? Yeah, 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 for sure. So yeah. I've been using, like, Wander, Faruzan, Sing Cho, which hopefully eventually would be, like, Yelan, or, um, and Layla. I really wanted okay. Layla on the team because she's a good shielder, does really good damage, and paired with a Hydro character, I can easily perma-freeze with Wander. Okay. And then Faruzan for energy regeneration for Wander and... The insane buff that her C six gives. It's like a is her C six really like a really like a busted constellation for her? Don't quote me. I'm like ninety eight percent sure it's a sixty percent crit damage buff. Jesus. Yeah, it's something wild. Okay. So I think I just used too many of my pulls to try to get Klee because this is the second time that I've pulled on on a Klee banner and missed her. Oh. Which is fine because she was always she's like she's always on a banner where I want the other character more, yeah. So I end up skipping her. Um, and I thought, well, I'll probably use Yula more than Klee, but I still want mm-hmm. w- one of each character. Sure. And I just I got super unlucky, and but now uh-huh. I got unlucky with Klee, and now I have nothing left for the Wanderer banner. <laughs> so. And and I'm okay getting a C1 Wanderer because I, I, I'm pretty sure his C1 increases his attack speed, his normal attack speed, yeah. which that that wind-favored state, I forget what that's called. I'm pretty sure that's what it is. Um, mm-hmm. 
that state that he's in when he's floating, yeah, you're limited. You have a limited amount of time because it, that meter's always draining. So sure. with the attack speed buff, you get to attack more while in that state. Yeah, it makes better use of the time. You get a lot more in. Yeah. And so okay. uh, I kind of was like, okay, well, if I get C1 Wander, I'm cool with it. And if I lose the 50-50, it, that's okay too because mm. I'll be guaranteed for Fontaine. Okay. Um, but still no far is on, and I'm starting to think I might have maybe one more ten pull between the abyss. Mm-hmm. The shop reset's gonna happen in like two days. Okay. Um so yeah, hopefully I can get two Farozons. I just need two. Nah, I forgot about the shop resets. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, no, I think my I think I got C five Farozon right now. Um, but I don't really use her. I didn't know she was that that cracked. Um I did. I thought I had C six Rosaria, but I did actually get my C six Rosaria. Oh, nice! Yeah. Um, so I found out that why people say that she was better than Mika is because her C six makes every attack she does do a twenty percent physical resistance shred. Yeah, yeah, it's something wild. Yeah. So you like Yula. throw down her. Yeah, you throw down like like her burst, and then you just pop out Yule and just go to town. Yeah. So uh, I'm still working on that rotation. I, I'm having trouble figuring out how Eula's burst and her skill and her regular attack rotation works out. People keep typing out. It's like it's like it's like uh, elemental skill tap burst four physicals, then like elemental skill hold. Yep. And then some, I and then, then four normals again. Yeah. And then it's like the big and then it's the big explosion of damage. Yeah, yeah, it's supposed to be something actually that just bonkers. But it's uh, just something you're gonna have to like practice in like a domain or something. Sure, I mean it took me a while to get down my rotation that had like you know Zhongli, Goro, and Ito and Kuki. So yeah, if, once once I work with it, then I'm sure I'll figure it out. But I'm having a lot of fun running around as you alone with a with a freeze and a um, what's it called? Whenever you do the electro, uh, superconduct. Yeah, superconduct because that like does like a bunch of physical resistance shred too or something, doesn't it? Mm, uh, off the top of my head, I'm not really sure. Yeah, so I mean, I just I mean with Kuki, I just pop her skill and then swap out off of her because it yeah, lasts yeah. forever and does so much. So, but we're we're experimenting, we're having fun with it. Cool. Well, good luck. I hope you get Kokomi. Yeah, uh, I, uh, yeah, me too. Like I said, I've got a number of teams I could really, really use for uh. him. As as much as I like my c6 barbara um because <laughs> yeah. every 15 minutes i can just jump off a cliff and die and just respawn and keep going um <laughs> yeah just sometimes just being wet all the time is really really inconvenient yeah uh so i would really very much like to upgrade to a kokomi if at all possible that's how i feel with sing cho on my uh wanderer team is so like sing some... cho makes you also give you hydro status to yourself yeah 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 well, I, I, guess I don't think Yolan doesn't do that, right? She does not. See, that's why I want Yolan. Well, that's why Yolan's the five star. Uh. <laughs> well, I do hope you get your fars on for your wanderer team, though. I mean, with your luck, you'll, you'll have her. Well, we'll see. Yeah, hopefully. Yeah, I believe. And if not, you know what's going to happen is I'm not going <laughs> to get it. I'll 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 lose my fifty fifty, or I'll no my luck. I'll get C one wander. Will not get the mm-hmm. fars on, and then. I'll get uh, Farozan and like standard pulls. Oh yeah, that's what's gonna happen. That's my luck. You know, hey man, as long as long as she comes home, that's what matters. It's true, true. Okay, um, no review reading today. 
Pharaoh is sick, so we're going to hold off on our special review um, because it's every time we look at it, I, I swear, we talk about this every single week. We look at this review. It's three paragraphs long. It's just too good to to pass up doing without the three of us. So we need to. It we is. To we, we just always have like something like somebody's sick or somebody's busy or yeah. something's going on, and we, we just we're, we 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 promise we'll get to it. Here's the thing: we keep putting it off, and then I keep telling myself, "Listen, this will give me a whole week to like research the voice for it." And there's like, no voice to research. But that's but that's the best part. Is like they I know they make sounds and stuff so like mm-hmm. i don't know if i want to do it all in that sound as best as i can or if uh, i want to like s- i can't say too much because i don't want to spoil it but anyway and yeah, then my favorite everything just needs to do like their best interpretation is what needs to happen exactly <laughs> and then it, it will be terrible and then the person that leaves the review is gonna be like what the hell happened <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so no review reading, but if you would like to, you can leave us a review on literally any podcasting platform, any review helps, uh, and it's yep. really appreciated. Uh, but if you leave one on Apple Podcasts, let us know a character's voice of your choosing. One of us will read it on the show in that character's voice as best as possible. Um, you were going to say something? No, 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 you got it, man. You're on top of it. Okay, cool. Uh, at HoyoCast on Twitter, on Twitch. Ran is at at that ran man. I am at HoyoCast, but I haven't been streaming as much because I'm 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 moving. I'm trying. I'm doing something desperate to get out of this apartment that I'm in because I I spend like over two grand a month to live here. Oh my Jesus! So I'm fixing that, and this move will be. It will like help me eliminate debt, and it will get me in a house in like six months. Oh, so dude, that's awesome. Hell yeah. So I need to, like, put up and shut up and just do it. So my streams will be few and far between for, like, half a year. But the show is staying, so I think that's, like, yeah. that's like the show's, like, my baby. So Awesome. Um, oh, also one thing. I did put in a um, – these. I did submit the request for the panel at the convention, by the way. Oh, nice. Yeah, so go ahead oh. and give a lowdown on that. Hopefully, you know, obviously we haven't been approved, but – yeah, yeah, no. So, like, the idea is to we wanted to do a live show at uh, Anime Weekend Atlanta in October, which is the big Southeast uh, uh, North American anime convention down here in Georgia. And obviously, I was really trying to hope that you know you and Phil were going to be able to make it down. We can make like a big deal. Um, but I know like you know you're changing situation and stuff, and Pharaoh being as far out as he is, it's just kind of rough. Mm-hmm. Um, but I did still submit a panel submission, and with any luck, if that get approved. Then we could do like, and we'll have a one and a half hour uh, live panel discussion at the convention. And so we'll do that. Everybody can show up. We'll have you know live discussions, uh, Q and A. And if I can get some fun stuff together, maybe I'll do like a little raffle giveaway and stuff at the end. And it'll just be a good time. Yeah, that's that's really awesome. Yeah, so hopefully we can get that out there, kind of promote the show a little bit, and get some people to have some fun. And uh, I, I think it'll be a good time if it all comes together. For for sure, I think that's awesome. I I wish so badly that I could go. It's just terrible timing. Yeah, no. I said if it works out, man, we'll we'll try it again next year. And if oh, it does, sure. then come on down, man. I'll put you up in the guest room. It's all good. What is your favorite meal to make? What your favorite meal to make? 
my favorite meal to make. Oh man, I'm simple. Uh, I do a really good pork Japanese curry. Oh, um, so that carrot, onions, potatoes. Um, other than that, uh, I grill a mean steak. I grill it on the patio. We can do that. Hey, uh, babe. So. Yeah, scratch the house. No house. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. <laughs> I'm gonna buy a ticket. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I'll be there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, come on down, man. I'll, 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 I'll put you up, man. I'll take good care of you. I said so in the intro. You did, you did, yeah. <laughs> you got to call me darling. <laughs> I, oh, man. All right, oh. discord.me forward slash resonance if you want to get, uh, get in touch with our community. Uh, it's a good time over there. We haven't done a, a, a community event in so long. I used to do them like once a month, and I kind of got away from that just because of honestly burnout but uh we'll have to do one soon probably the tcg event we'll probably have to do because it's been a while since we did a tcg event and yeah i think muffy's been holding on to that title a little bit too long so um <laughs> time, to, time to knock muffy down a peg yep <laughs> all right let's get into the news uh first up perilous expedition event uh these are Domain combat trials. This is going until the looks like the seventh of August. Mm-hmm. Uh, you need to be adventure rank twenty or above and complete the Archon quest. Guess which one it is. Um, Song of the Dragon and Freedom. You got it. Yes, you played the game. <laughs> <laughs> uh, after the event begins, a new perilous exploration will be unlocked every day for you to explore. Each exploration consists of three combat rounds. Each one has four, di- or each exploration has four difficulties, and the level of the opponents in the first three of these difficulties will be decided according to the traveler's highest world level. The difficulty and level of opponents in the final one, uh, the final one is called Dire, uh, is fixed. So, so no matter what your world level is, those uh, enemy levels are fixed. Character selection is available before each round of combat. They are your own characters. Okay, so remember that there are no trial characters this time around. When the number of non-repeated characters you use reaches a specific amount within a single dangerous area, a stackable buff will be activated. Only one buff stack can be activated in the first round, two in the second, and three in the final round. Yep. How do you like this event? Um, it's okay. I think it's neat um, that it, that you're, the more you mix up your characters, the more buffs and stuff you get. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't get really fully invested into combat events. Um, this one is a little is a, is a lot easier to understand. It's like, just don't choose duplicate characters. You get more buffs and just do three rounds. It's just, it's very abyss kind of oriented. Oh yeah. Um yeah. So uh, I like it. I like that I get eighty primo gems for this. For like each round of it, that's pretty great. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say that I have absolutely zero incentive to do the dire difficulty. Oh, which yeah. I think they're, I wish they think they're, they're, uh, the enemy levels at like level like 95 or something like that, whatever it is in like the abyss. So uh, no, the, I, I think yeah, the abyss is higher, but yeah. Yeah. It, it, it's, it's like, you know, do you want to play bonkers difficulty for like five mystic enhancement or like, no, I do not. <laughs> yeah. So, yep, at least no, the I'm abyss gonna, will give I, you prima gems, right? <laughs> yeah. No, I'll do it on hard or maybe the, um, the third difficulty. Uh, to get the, uh, I'll get my primos, my adventures experience, and maybe some more. And man, I'm I'm good. I don't need to go and bang my head against the wall for for missing enhancement, or I will just go make some crap in the teapot. <laughs> I'm all good. 
What about you, man? I know you like a challenge, so. Yeah, I do. So I didn't really think about it too much. I just thought, oh, this is a combat event, right? Um, mm-hmm. And so when I went into it, I, I went into Dire, and I was like, whoa, this is tough. Yeah. So I had to readjust, and the way I thought about it was I need a cracked team for the first part, like mm-hmm. the first round, because I couldn't make the time. Yeah, because Dire is the only difficulty. It has a time mode. Right. Or a time limit. Yep. And so I couldn't make the time. And to be fair, it's like the Abyss so much because you only have like two minutes mm-hmm. where like you actually have, I think, like close to that or even less per half of each chamber in the yeah. Abyss. So, But you have three, like you have three rounds of that. So I, I'm I had to like really make a crack team just so I could secure that that second buff in the second round, and then after that it kind of snowballed, and then it got easier and easier. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like you said, it's very simplistic, and you just all you can all you have to do is you choose your uh, you choose it, make a team. You know if you bring uh, non-repeated characters in each round, you get the buff. Mm-hmm. And you just make those teams and curtail them to the buffs you get. Like, the one was, like, 18% attack bonus damage. And I was yeah. like, okay, that's literally, like, everybody, basically. Mm-hmm. So and it doesn't then, really matter who you bring. Right. And then the second one, I remember, was, like, normal charge and plunging attack bonus damage. So I was like, oh, I'll bring Shao. No, mm-hmm. and that one, that that one I cleared in, like, 45 seconds or something like that. Yeah. I think there was, like, one where, like, oh, there'll be a Dendro thing that comes and explodes and applies Dendro to everything. I'm like, okay, cool, so I don't need my Dendro application. Exactly, yeah. Um, And then there was another, and then I think the third buff was charge attack damage or something like that. It it was another, like, weird buff. So I was like, okay, well, I'll bring Ayaka because I I do charge attacks with her. Um, Kazwa does a, a like, a hold plunging attack, so it... it, Yeah, I think I took my Ito on that one. Oh yeah, and that, oh I brought Edo two one as well. So see, like it it like works. Um, mm-hmm. But I didn't think about this, and uh, someone in our Discord mentioned, why do I get the feeling that they're testing this for a three team abyss? And I thought, oh dang, oh maybe they might be. <laughs> yeah, you want to try and sh- mix it up a little bit on us? I mean, I I like that idea. Hmm. But it's just more of the same kind of. Yeah, I feel like they're they're trying to make an end game for all of these different characters. Well, I mean, sure, because like if you ever look like at the end of the like uh, when the abyss gets ready to cycle, they always you always see this post up like, oh, what characters got the most utilized? Mm-hmm. And it's it's always the same. Yeah, you can see your Nahidas, uh, your Bennies. It's like the consistent same characters being used for everything yeah benny so i think they would yeah yeah so they want to spread it out to where more characters get more usage i think yeah which Which, i'm I'm all for yeah i just wish that (laughs) here we go right um they they could just do something different (laughs) yeah like i don't want to go through three chambers or three Three thirds on each chamber. It's just like it's that's a lot. It just it feels like they're taking the same thing, but just kind of like stretching it out. Yeah, yeah. So it's like it's like the same, but 
more, but like kind of like watered down a little bit, which mm-hmm. makes you mix it up. But in this, at, at the end of the day, it's still just more of the same. Yeah. But I mean, but I mean, to be honest, that's the way I feel about a lot of the combat events anyway. It's like, oh, if you do these, you get these buffs, or you do this, or you got this mechanic, or you do they get that. I'm like, it's all the same. I think the only one that ever really struck out as being really different was the one where you pull out your camera and shoot the weak points. Uh, yeah, yeah. That uh, also yeah. the theater mechanicus one because it was a mixture of like uh, tower defense and combat. Yes, yeah. But I know which yeah, okay, what you're cool. talking about. It's like there, there's combat events where you choose a buff and then you go in with a team and and like you clear it. Yeah, and normal and more often than not, the buffs don't matter unless you're playing it, like you said, on your dire, your super heavy difficult modes. Um, but other than that, if you're just going in for the primos like that, you go in, you don't care about the mechanics, you just beat up a lot of you know treasure hunters, yeah, treasure hoarders, and some hillichurls, and you're done. Yep. Yeah, uh, but no, the the mechanicus is really good. Like you said, it's got the tower defense mix up, and I actually like the really one. The way you take the camera, you shoot the weak points. Oh, it's so satisfying. It is just to watch everything explode with huge numbers. I'm mm-hmm. like, yes, yeah. Because my characters don't do huge numbers. I'm not that good at the game. <laughs> not yet. My, no, no, my Yula crits for like eight thousand. <laughs> so it's like whatever. <laughs> She'll get there. She'll get there. Uh, one day. I think uh, this combat event is fun, though. I think it's mm-hmm. you get a nice, a decent amount of prima gems, right? You're basically yeah. getting yeah. like ten short of a welkin by doing mm-hmm. it. It's it's easy, um, and if you want the challenge, it's there. I think it's cool. Uh, you're getting prima gems, hero's wit, weapon ascension materials, talent level up materials. Uh, wait, is that talent? No, that is not talent. I'm sorry. Uh, no, you're, you they're wish. both weapon ascension, but you're getting the the dendro one and the what is it called? Uh, it, <laughs> um, I'm I'm blanking out. There's two different weapon ascension materials. You know what I'm talking about? One looks like a talisman. One looks like a Zhongli's pillar. Uh, y- yes, but I don't know what it's called. It's like a Ganyu, no, no, no. Ganyu right. stone, yeah, yeah, something like that. Yeah, uh, mystic enhancement or and more for that. Um, but yeah, I think I think it's I, I I'm enjoying it. It's fun. Just yeah. just no, give me a different end game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Same maybe, old maybe song and dance. <laughs> mm-hmm. We have the uh, Shimmering Voyage Volume Three. Uh, this just got released what three days ago, so it's now available. Yeah. The album has three discs. I do not make me pr- try to pronounce these. I can do the last <laughs> one. Anecdotes of Reverie. There you go. Um, this has 68 tracks composed by the Hoyo Mix team. Each one an original composition from the game. Um, yep. These are all broken up into uh, each of the three discs are all broken up and put on YouTube. So you can watch it there. Um, I'm sure it's on Spotify already. So um, It is. Yeah, it's on Spotify and Apple Music. Oh yeah, there you go. So, um, what do what did you what do you think about this uh, about this set? Uh, I d- listen, the, the music to me always gets better. Mm-hmm. I I just wasn't a huge fan of the Valeria Mirage music. It was yeah. nice. I at think first. it fits it fits the setting, right? But it doesn't really do much else. Yeah, there's something about like the golden apple archipelago music that we had last summer mm-hmm. 
that just blew me away. I like that they actually played that music in the current um, Adventure Trials event too. Yes, yeah. So it's it's very it's very summery feeling. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it, uh, Pharaoh put it really well when it got released, and we talked about it. He was like, "It sounds like a Disney, like a Disney soundtrack." It does, and it's it so I can see that. like. I would expect that in the Valerian Mirage too. Mm-hmm. That's how good it is. I don't know, but that's just me. yeah. Um, this set, this set, uh, this set of the Shimmering Voyage. I really like these albums um, because they cover a lot of the events um, that you don't hear like the normal game soundtrack. Mm-hmm. Um, I was really I played this in the background at work the other day when I was working. A lot of it was fine. I was like, okay, well, this is nice, relaxing music. And then I think I got like towards the end of one of the discs, and then it played. Um, it played the track that played during Yoi Mia's character chapter. Oh, God. Like, during the cutscene animation. I'm like, great. Now I got feelings going on at work. They're wonderful. You're sobbing. Just, your coworkers are looking oh, at yeah. you like, what the heck? <laughs> yeah, I'm like working on this piece of equipment that starts playing. I'm like, oh, great. <laughs> so I'm like trying to keep myself together and lose, losing my composure. That's funny. Uh, it, it's really, really good. It's like, yeah, I remember everything. Um, we have the Secret Summer Paradise Wallpaper Series. This is our last piece of news, by the way. Um, these are from the Valerian Mirage event. You get a desktop wallpaper and then, like, a vertical wallpaper for a phone. Uh, first one is the wallpaper with Eula, Kokomi, Klee, and Kale. All mm-hmm. C's and K's in those names. I didn't realize that at first. Uh, oh, no, not Eula. No, Jeez. no, Okay, no. never mind. Forget that. Scratch that. Uh, <laughs> um... Why does Eula's hair look green? It does look a little green, doesn't it? It's not like her normal like blue. It's almost like teal. Yeah. I mean, it looks cool. It's just not. Yeah. It's just different. It is a little more greener than what I'm used to. No, I see that now. The second one is of Scaramouche. He is sitting up on like one of the platform like railing areas of Sumeru City. And looks like, yeah, looks like he's probably like very close by the Academia. And he's sitting there, and there's a little R&R sitting next to him. So does that mean that he can can he see the R&R? I think he can. Because I mean, they the, I think is it the R&R that helped us beat him up in the story. Um, I is it or no? Was that Nahida's thing? That was like Nahida's little gadget. Oh, okay, that's right, that's right. Um, so I should say Wander, yeah. not Scaramouche, but yeah, yeah. Which one yeah, do you like we're more? We're not Scaramouche. What, Scaramouche or Wanderer? No, 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 no. Wander, Wallpaper, or the Valerian Mirage one? Um, I mean, I'm going to say the Valerian Mirage one just because I don't care about uh, <laughs> about Wanderer. Oh, um, no. <laughs> so, <laughs> I appreciate the background in his a little bit it's more. because so you can, like, see, like The city and the giant mushrooms and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I just, I just, <laughs> I just don't like him <laughs> as a character. <laughs> I love that he's with the Aranara. Yeah. Uh I don't know, man. I don't I don't know why I've I've fallen in love with the Wanderer. Really? Yeah, I think he's so like I don't know what it is. He's he's, he's not like Scaramouche where he's like super jerky. It's just mm-hmm. like Oh man. And we're we're gonna talk about Kaya's hangout next week, but man, let me tell you, did did something of a switch flipped inside of me during that, but I don't know. Like, Wander has like the, oh, it's like the, it's like borderline 
Alhaitham and Kaya for the Wander, and I love it. I think I think my problem with Wander is that I've seen it a lot in anime. Mm, it's yeah. the typical like like bratty bad guy, but then he, like he like gets recruited or turned over to like helping you. I was like, I'm not really here to help you, but since I'm here, I might as well. So he's like some Sasuke. crap like that. Yeah, I mean, I guess I'm just like, uh, okay, he's gonna be this guy. <laughs> And I mean, people love this crime. People love the Wanderer. They love to like the way his he like does his little tongue thing, the way he like stomps on you in his in his uh, elemental burst. Yeah, and I'm just like, it's just not a trope that's never done anything for me. Uh, and I've seen it a lot, so I'm like, okay, he's he's just this guy. I got it. Cool. Fair. I think that if they came out with an outfit for him, I don't know what it would be, but I think that'd be really sick. If it was like his Fatui outfit, it wouldn't surprise me if he did get like a, a a costume like later on that was like his like original outfit or old Fatui or something like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, that would not surprise me in the least. Yeah, like a story. Did we get a story quest for him, or was that just an no? That was just an Archon quest. Yeah, no, we just Archon. We oh. haven't got like a dedicated Wanderer chapter yet. Yeah, I want a Wanderer story chapter where. He just, like, goes back and, like, or no, I guess he, like, there's no way he can get, I mean, maybe he, well, he does remember, right? He remembers Mm -hmm. because we went back, he went back through his memories. So I don't know if there's, like, a way that he could, like, remember and, like, remake it. But why would he remake it? That'd be weird. I don't know. But anyway. Well, he already tried remaking it. That's the whole reason why we're where we're at now. True. (sighs) Let me be happy. I mean that's fine. I just he's not allowed to be happy. Little True. douchebag. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's take a break. When we come back, we are going to do something different. Uh, me and Rand are going to reflect on our time with Genshin and uh, give like maybe our favorite things that we've seen in the game and kind of talk about them. And Rand's going to have to jog my memory because. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'll do my best. Okay. So we'll be right back. All right. And we are back from our break. We can do this a couple different ways, right? Like we, and I guess spoiler warnings, because like, if you haven't done any of the story and caught up, which I mean, like Archon Quest wise, you know, it's been a while since we got on Archon Quest, but mm-hmm. chances are, if you're, you've been following the podcast and listening, you probably don't care that much about spoilers. Um, but I think most of our favorite things will probably be like earlier on in the game, but yeah, probably. Uh, we can break it down by region. Like if you want to talk about like what our favorite thing in Mondstadt is, like what happened in Mondstadt, just to kind of talk about it because pretty mm-hmm. soon we're going to be get, we're like, we're getting into Fontaine pretty soon. Yeah. And that, that and we're, we're out of content to talk about. We're running out of stuff to talk about on this show. 
<laughs> so that's when we stay up to date. And I haven't done the Kaya hangouts. So we can't talk about that yet because I've been lazy. Oh, you need to do that. It's so good. Anyway, I'll, I'll get right on it this week. So, uh, Monstat, you want? Do you want to start? Like, do you have like a certain like thing? Like, yeah, I mean, this is the start of the game, right? So it's like you load in, you make, you choose your your character, whether you're the brother or the sister, and then you get dropped into Tavat, and you're just like, whoa, like this is it. Oh man, uh, I'm trying to think back to like things that really struck me out in Mondstadt. Um, I mean, you always remember like the first time you go into like the big city, like Mondstadt and things like that. Yeah. Um. Thinking back, I, I mean, I always love anytime you start a new game, you get all the introduction and everything's like new and fresh and exciting. Um, I would say the one of the biggest things I really enjoy that we haven't seen anything like since is still the sky battle with Storm Terror. Yeah, we talk about that. When you, I feel like a lot, yeah. but yeah, you're right. Yeah, I mean, it's, it, but the reason you talk about it because it's such a unique experience. Mm-hmm. Like you get swept up in the air and you you're flying through the sky. You see the world below you and you're fighting this dragon. And it's there's hasn't been anything like it since. Yeah. And I wish that we would see more, like that, like a harken back to that or reuse that mechanic or something like. Because that was like the most we've used our wing glider like in game, like and in cinematic and lore wise. And it was great. Um, I like that. I liked um. I did like the whole concepts and stuff when we had to sneak into the church and uh, and steal the liar. Yeah, I was actually playing that on my EU account, and I forgot like how fun that was because there's chests just like kind of littered throughout in the bottom of the mm-hmm. cathedral. You trying to like make your way around, and make sure you get everything before you just go straight to the objective. Yeah, and you don't need to. You can just go past them all, and you you never see those chests again. But. Like well, you, yeah, but not if you got the gamer mentality. You never go right where you're supposed to. Ever. Right? Yeah, but that that is such a fun experience. Mm-hmm. Like the rolling, like you hide. It was. It's just fun. Yeah. So I, I would say, as far as like unique experiences, those were really big for me. Um, I still remember the first time I saw the uh, the crystal flies by the uh, by the main tree. Hmm. And going by there, I was like, oh, flying crystal butterflies. If I can get these, these are going to be super special. And and getting them and thinking that they were going to be this like, super great material or something. And then I never made a single condensed resin until I was like AR-58. <laughs> yeah. And I didn't know what they were for. And I'm like, hey, what do these do? And you're like, oh, you can like, you know, do double artifact runs in like one go. I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> I've been playing the game for like three years. That was like, like your oh. that was like your clown moment. Like everybody's like, <laughs> what is the one thing you did in Genshin where you feel like an idiot for? And you're like, yeah, oh, that was dude, it. Dude, I posted on a whole lot. People are like, what is wrong with you? Uh, they're like, <laughs> they're like, how, like, how many crystal cores do you have? I'm like 421. They're like, why? Just tell them you're a masochist and they'll instantly <laughs> understand <laughs> i'm like i didn't do it because i guess i'm lazy it's like you're doing the opposite of lazy you're working twice as hard yeah <laughs> like, oh well if anything yeah. you you just got closer to that uh uh that achievement that that i've been going for the ley line blossom oh, the ley line overflow yeah i have a month's worth of resin to go through uh a little but, bit uh, less yeah, I mean, but yeah a month's worth of yeah. resin until i get it Oh, uh, what about you? What, what would be your pink, your peak uh, Mondstadt experiences? Do you think? Uh, <coughs> um, so 
for me, I think it was, I still, one of the things that, that sticks out to me is, yeah, of course the fight in the air with the Valen. Mm-hmm. Um, but one of the bigger things for me was when Senora comes out and kicks Venti. Oh, yeah. That's I had a burning rage when I saw that. Oh, I laughed. I, I, I didn't I didn't like Venti. See, so I was I, like, ah. Yeah. I, li- I liked Venti because he's like the – he's just so carefree and he's he's always like drinking and he's it's just funny to me. Mm-hmm. Um, And seeing Signora kick him, I was just like, whoa. And then yeah. and then I thought about it. And I was like, why didn't you do something? Um and then and then my deep brain was like, "Oh, is like maybe he wanted it gone." Um but yeah, so that's like that's kind of like the one thing that sticks out to me. I still remember when I met Kaya for the first time in that domain. Oh yeah, yeah. You you saw when Kaya came on screen, started swaying his butt in the camera, and you're like, "Oh yes, best character." Uh my eyes. I thought they would have been. I thought they were gonna get stuck to the ceiling. <laughs> I bet. <laughs> um, what else? Oh man, I remember Deluxe entrance. Oh, it was so good. Yeah. Which one was Deluxe? One was it when we ran it. Was that when he was doing his his black flame, whatever it is? Uh. So his entrance in the game is when he is he comes to the domain, the same one that Kai is in. But then there's also a part, and I don't remember exactly what it is. I think it's either an Archon quest or it's a story chapter for Deluc. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he uh, fights like an Abyss Mage and hits okay. a bunch of Hillitrolls. Like while like running towards them, and the animation is so good. Like it's him That's running right. across the bridge of Monstat. Yep, I remember that. Because oh man, the, uh, the, such the an epic part. Attacking Monstat. That's right. Yeah. Um, I'm almost positive that's a story quest, but either way, it's such a good moment. Um, but those yeah. are like probably like my top three. Okay. For Monstat, and that's like also saying. That the game, I kind of didn't like it at first, which is kind of wild to me now, thinking back. But, yeah, I, I disliked the game when I first started playing it, and then I just dropped it completely. Yo, I mean, I was the same way. I came into it, and it was very much, I looked, and I was like, oh. And I had the same mentality. I was like, this feels like a Breath of the Wild ripoff. Um, because it used a lot of the same, like, the world mechanics and the elements. And, like, you saw it. It had kind of, like, a similar art style. Mm-hmm. Stuff like, oh, this is just a Chinese knockoff of a Nintendo property. It's going to last like two months. And it'll be gone. Um, <laughs> and and though I played up until I like, started the UA and then I stopped. And, like, I didn't even get Aloy. Like, and I was a PlayStation player. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and, and then I came back and I was like, oh, no, this this is still going. And this is this is pretty great. So, Yeah. No, no, I was the same way. I was like, yeah, this is garbage. I played it for like a year and stopped, and I came back. I'm like, yeah, this is this is my new thing. So uh, so you said you came back to Leeway. I'll start off with Leeway. Um, okay. The Leeway story quest, when you first get there, you know, uh, <clears throat> Rex Lapis falls from the sky. Or they're like getting ready to celebrate Rex Lapis, and then he just falls dead. Yep. Dude, 
from that moment on, I was hooked. Right? Because, like, when I came back to the game, I came Mm -hmm. back to the game and I was looking for a time filler. Okay. This was a time filler for me. So if I was at work and I was bored or I was in the car waiting for, like, some, like, I'm picking up my wife or something and I need something, like, I need something to log into and just do for a minute or if I'm waiting at the dentist or whatever. Yeah. The, The moment I hit that story, it was guns blazing, here we go, I'm not stopping, and I never, and then I didn't stop. Yeah. It was just so good. <clears throat> it was it was a great premise. Yeah. So it, it makes up the story as far as like what you're expected to do and how you think these are going to go. It's like it's not something I I saw coming. Mhm. Um so no, I I I definitely agree with you there. Yeah, I think that just leeway leeway's archon quest for me was the big draw. And I didn't really like the exploration of Leeway. I liked the aesthetic and everything. Um, I loved it, honestly. And Mm -hmm. um, it was probably one of my favorites until Sumeru. Okay. And, but yeah, if that's like the only thing that pops out to me about Leeway is just how good the stories are in that, in Mm -hmm. that region. What about you? Um, I would say that a lot of the story uh, carried in Leeway, like really hard. Um, one thing, some of the stuff surrounding like Yanfei felt a little clunky, like they were trying to like kind of like kind of like stick her in there because it's you know the nation of contracts and she's a lawyer. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. the way it was handled, I doesn't never felt very cohesive to me. Sure. Um, but the whole thing surrounding Zhongli with the Rex Lapis thing, um, that everything surrounding Ning Wang and and her dealings was always great. Mm-hmm. The Jade um, Chamber. So, Oh yeah, no. Everything's trying, especially when it came down to the to the capstone of the UA when you're when you're when you got the big boss fight there at the end with you know her and Shinha and catching and everybody involved um, was just it, the payoff at the end of the UA's Archon was very very good. I mean, it was super strong. I was sobbing. Oh, dude, when they were fighting from the J Chamber and then you see like Beta like taking her pirate ship and fighting from the water, I'm like this is freaking epic. Yeah. So I was like, Beto 100% needs to be a five star. I do not understand why Beto is a four star. Um, <laughs> yeah. I think it's just, it has to be for some kind of gameplay reason. Um, but no, there, there was such a, just a fantastic payoff. It's just the, this culmination of, you know, the Melolith and and the Pirates and Ning Wong and the, the Akasha and everybody coming together at the end. It was it was really, really good. Mm-hmm. Um. The chasm, I feel like did, well, did, did the chasm because I wasn't here for because Sumeru was was the chasm released before or after Inazuma? It was released after Inazuma. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So so basically, you went to Liwei and then you went to Inazuma, then you came back to the chasm on our way to Sumeru. Is that how it worked out? Yep, pretty much. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Cool. 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 Well, I won't say that then. Um, because as I always considered the chasm part of Liyue as a whole, kind of like people consider Dragon's Fight part of Mondstadt. Oh, but the chasm um, is Liyue. Okay, yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, the, the chasm kind of soured a little bit of the Liyue experience to me because I didn't really like the chasm very much. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't like being underground. Oh, okay. Um, anytime, anytime I'm like stuck in caves and it's dark and it's damp and it's creepy and it's like, uh, I just, it, I. 
I don't know. I didn't really care for it a whole lot. I thought the lore surrounding it, like when you go in with Dane's Leaf and stuff, was really cool. Yeah, that was great, um, I thought. Yeah, yeah, no. When you find like, the upside-down uh, statue mm-hmm. and things like that. I mean, there was a lot in there that I did like. Um, the Talking Mushroom was fun. I don't remember its name. Oh, um, no, I forget its name, too. But the things, like, the problem that I have is, like, I think when I get into the moment of things like that, I have a lot of fun with them. Like, oh, this character's lots of fun. And you do these things, and you go on these adventures, and it, but the, the the problem that I have with a lot of this stuff, especially when it comes to, like, things like this, is that when you're done with it, it feels very inconsequential to the overall story. Mm-hmm. It's like you have this kind of experience, and then you don't reflect on it, you don't hear about it, you don't touch on it. It's you, you. It's it's done. It's and it's, it's just one of these things that you just did, and right. then that's it. But like, like so when you when you do your things with Dainsley, when you saw you know what was going on inside with with the black goo and all that crap, and you find out this says this is a core element to the story and how it's going to tie into things, you reflect back on that. Um. So I, I I got I got a lot of that out of the chasm. I was like, okay, I'm doing these things, but at the end of the day, it's just I'm just solved like this area's problem, and then I'm done with it forever. Yeah. So, um. But overall, I said Liu still still did pretty high for me. There's a lot to do in Liu I still haven't 100%ed every single area. I think there's like two areas that are at like 99%. Oh, good luck. Uh, yeah, and I'm also very very sad because I didn't know there were limited weapons in the chests. Oh, yeah, I deleted a bunch of mine, too, so don't worry. Yeah, so <laughs> I need at least one copy. Of it. Did you ever go get your black iron sword, by the way? I did, yeah. Okay, okay, good. I got it, like, sometime that week when you told me about it. Okay, cool. Um, So that's one that they need to have a way to get those weapons outside of the UA because I know a lot of people will use them as fodder. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. And I, I'm a collector, so I like to have at least one copy of everything if I can. That's how I feel about a lot of the four star weapons that were events. Oh yeah, dude. There's like a lot like the Dodoko tails. I I need Dodoko tails and I don't have it and yeah. I will probably never get it and that makes me sad. Same. Yep. So oh, oh I mean but hopefully I said if they take some hints from things like Star Rail that we'll be able to replay old events. Yeah. To at least go back and experience, get old rewards, things like that. Because I missed all of Dragon Spine. Yeah, I could see like them not giving us the prima gems or anything. But at least like the we- like the weapons. No, I can even see like if you do the primo just like a first time clear, I could still see that being completely fine if you haven't done it before. Um, but I don't I don't think you should leave it actually where you just go back, you just farm it for primos or anything. No, I'm saying I would rather if I had to choose, I would choose give me the weapon over the primo gems. Oh yeah, oh one hundred percent. Yeah, no, I can yeah. I can farm primo gems anywhere, but no, let me let me get that weapon, please. Yep. Uh two things. It's Zamoran. Was the name of the mushroom. Okay, cool. And two, I just remembered the other thing that I love about Leeway was mm-hmm. it was the first time that I saw, like, personally remember and, like, consciously think I saw the uh, the land change. Oh, the live, the, the, live, the world change, yeah. Yeah, Amazing. like, the shrine was the thing, like... The mm-hmm. the guy like, uh, he didn't make fun of the adeptus, but he acted like an adeptus, and then, like Shao calls him, him out. Yeah. yeah, and then he goes back and like repairs the shrine. Like I thought that was great, and mm-hmm. sure, like I wish I I know they do 
that all the time, right? Um, mm-hmm. But I, I, I just really like that, and that was like the one thing. Like I love seeing the world change from my actions. Oh yeah, so, no yeah. phasing's great, dude. Um, I used to love that, especially like uh, when I played World of Warcraft, they would do that, and like something would be here, and then once you finish the part of the quest, like it would everything would change, it would be different. Mm-hmm. Um, and then like you would like try and play with somebody else, and they wouldn't have done it, so things would be like the old way, and you'd be like, oh, okay, you haven't done this yet. Yeah. So, uh, but no, that was great. No, like after the whole thing with the Jade Chamber, and you had to rebuild it. Yeah. And it phases through the different like levels of completion. I got screenshots from that. And I'm like, oh yeah, this is great. I think I got screenshots too of that. I have to like dig through them. I think I do have them. Mm-hmm. What about but Inazuma I, for you? Uh, I hated everything about Inazuma. Oh. <laughs> um, it had some really really peak moments. Yeah. Um, I wanted to appreciate the story in Inazuma. Like I love the concept of you know the warring islands and things like that. I just felt like it wasn't handled very well. And I feel like a lot of like the side characters weren't given their due. Mm-hmm. Um, so there, there, there was a lot of that that was handled. But there was a lot of that in Inazuma too. Like Chong Yun or Jing Cho and things like that. I didn't know anything about them. Mm-hmm. They were just kind of, they kind of existed. Yeah. Um, but overall in Inazuma, I would say some of the biggest things that i would take away i mean anytime raiden shogun showed up and was just doing raiden shogun things like it was badass yeah um like the first time you see her and she's like like walking down like her like uh, her makeshift electro stairs and just getting off this like just that badass energy it's just kind of like she had this this aura of of an archon it's like this is a god and it's i'm about to get dealt with yep Mm -hmm. yeah Um, i totally agree (laughs) yeah or like what what was it when uh, when she does like the slash at you and she's like enormous mm-hmm. and I was like oh no I I, I done I done goofed um but that was good uh the character interactions like I love Toma um I will say that I did take a lot from the the Tatara tales even though I hated doing it I did appreciate the lore around it. With how, like, the Fatui came in and they debate this prompt. Oh, everything's going to be better. We're going to enhance around. We're going to make, you know, your your life so much easier and end up, like, destroying everything. Yep. So I did Wild. appreciate the storytelling. Yeah, no, it was great. Um, There was the, the, the boy on the one island that I can't remember, but he kept taking all my materials because, like, his parents were dead. The He took the Crystal Morrow, I think. Yeah, the crystal mirror that I was trying to farm up for like weapons and character stuff. He's like, "Hey, give me like four crystal mirror." I'm like, "Bro, it's like I got like 13. Come on." <laughs> yeah, I, th- um, I think Shoji. Yeah, something like that. Then, Coda then, like, or something. Yeah, yeah I, don't I don't know. There, there's a lot of like orphan and like sad little boys in Inazuma. Like it's a the, sad the whole thing game. Like, <laughs> yeah, like like with Rude down on a uh, Tatsumi Island. Oh yeah, yeah, like yeah. Oh yeah, I mean that the, the storytelling on Tut Smile was great too. Mm-hmm. Um, so it it had a lot, it had a lot going for it, but I think it was just the puzzles and mechanics and a lot of stuff in Inazuma. Just it, it cranked the difficulty up really high. Yeah, and it made the game uncomfortable to play. It's like I'm getting through it, and there's a lot of payoff, but I'm not having fun. Hmm. Like a lot of it felt like work. And oh my god, the electro series. If I ever see anything like electro series again, I'll probably quit the game. <laughs> the little things like shot off into the sky and you're, they would zigzag. You're gonna you don't see know where the hell it went. <laughs> oh no, that seems 
Oh my god, I hated them so much because I would look up like, oh, here's an electric ceiling. It would zap and it like zip through the air. I'm like, well, where the hell did it go? And then I spent like the next 15 minutes trying to find this little glowing sparkle on top of a tree. It's like this is awful. Yeah, there were a lot where I had to like come back like after a daily like reset. Oh my god, dude, there was the one that you had to do on um, Watatsumi Island, or uh, no, yeah, 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 the, on Kokomi's Island. Where you had to go on the island. It was like you got an achievement for it. It was like world tour because it took you around the entire freaking island. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this I do is... remember that. Oh, my God. Yeah, but the I whole was... time you're doing it, you just think, oh, it's going to be a precious chest. Like, you know it's going to be a, a good chest, not like an exquisite or a common chest. Yeah, but that was like, in, that was like <laughs> half an hour to get a, a precious chest. <laughs> I'm like, bro. I, mean, I think it's pretty good, I... honestly. <laughs> Oh my god, man! I mean, at least I got to farm some pearls and beat up some specters along the way. But I'm like, oh, I hate these things so much. For me, uh, for me, I think <laughs> Inazuma was what got me back in the game. Okay, a coworker showed me Inazuma and was like, "Hey, have you played Genshin?" And I was like, "No, nah, I I dropped it. I'm just not into it." And they're like, "The new zone looks really cool. Here, look." They show me a picture, and I was like, "Oh, yeah." It does look cool. Like, everything's purple. <laughs> well, you like that Japanese aesthetic, too, yes. don't you? Yeah, yeah, absolutely, yeah. yeah. Yeah, you and Pharaoh totally, like, love that whole, like, Edo period, like, Japanese yeah. aesthetic, too. And it just, it doesn't do as much for me, but every time I talk about, oh, yeah, that's all like this, and well, it reminds me of this thing from Naruto, and we saw this thing, and I'm like, okay, I mean, cool, I'm, I'm happy for you guys. Yeah, I think, like, one of the bigger things is uh, at Grand Arakami Shine, it looks like the, the Tori Gates Mm-hmm. Uh, and the stairs that lead up up to them, like it just. Oh yeah, I love that whole aesthetic. <laughs> um, but for for Inazuma, it was just the way that they handled every single island looking different, but not making me feel like. <sighs> so, a better way to word this would probably have to like take everybody back to. I don't know if anybody remembers generation three of like pokemon uh no i haven't played through a pokemon game i completed og red and blue and i've never completed a pokemon game since okay so the the thing about generation three was that was uh ruby sapphire and emerald okay the thing with those games is the the amount of water that you have to surf through and Uh navigate is like ridiculous okay it's probably the the number one hated thing about gen 3 games and that's kind of what i was worried about coming to inazuma because it's all islands and i wasn't i was like kind of worried like oh it's like it's gonna be boring they're just gonna be islands there's there's not gonna be like how how different could they get and they get very different (laughs) like the the first the first one has the the two cities on it like or you have the Grand Arakami Shrine and then you have the city in the south southern part of the island and then you have Tatartsuna and then you have uh Surumi Island and then you have the island with the uh, I think that's the island with the fog Surumi Island yep and then you have Sarai Island the one with the thunder manifestation and that's oh that island sucked oh uh, it's everybody says it sucked but I loved it because it was just so so unique like you yeah. you would think like oh like every island kind of has like this like big 
like factor, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, like Watatsumi is the big the big vortex, and mm-hmm. like the big uh, shell where uh, Kokomi's at. Yeah. And which amazing, like such a a cool island. The waterfalls are great. Why and, do we not have any of that crap in our teapot yet? Uh, I know. I'm I know. Still waiting on that. So. Um. But I think for me, like Inazuma with Sarai Island, it just looked everything looked destroyed. And then you just look up, and there's just giant thunderstorm in the sky, and you're like, "What is going on up there?" And then you get up there, and there's a world boss, and like mm-hmm. you're jumping from rock to rock to get up there. And then at the end of it, if you go down, there's like a hole in the middle of the ground. Yep. Yeah, I remember that. And you can just you just jump off, and you just go in and there's puzzles in there and it's just like i i think inazuma really opened up my eyes to the fact that like there's more that they can do with what they have already established Hmm. like when you go to watatsumi island you look at that vortex and you're like what's down there yeah boom they gave it to us enkanomiya and it's like i when they now i look at the the world completely different yeah like i go around monstat looking for like things that could be new areas eventually. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, but like the I think for me Inazuma was just strictly like the one thing there's obviously a ton but we're, like this podcast episode is already over an hour. But <laughs> like for me Inazuma was just the sheer beauty of every of every island and how it blew me away with how diverse everything ended up being even though sure. I went into it thinking it was probably going to be more of the same. Yeah, and, and you always knew you were still in Inazuma, but every island brought something unique to the yeah, experience. Yeah, exactly. Okay, you know I can appreciate, I can appreciate and respect that. Yeah. Uh, all right. As much as as much as I hated a lot of it, like the fog and the lightning trying to murder me, like <laughs> yeah. I, but I, I respect the diversity. The constant fear of of almost being killed every minute you were exploring on the Inazuma. every second. Yep. Um. All right. Let's wrap it up. What about Sumeru? Oh, man, dude, there was so much in Sumeru. I do feel like that going through the desert for, like, three different expansions really wore on me. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I did get real tired on that. Um, the entire Archon quest, though, um, everything revolving around the Academia and Nahida, the whole breakout, that was really, really good. Um, I Oh, God, I'm trying to think, like, something, some things that, like, really, like, hit really hard for me. Mm-hmm. Um. The festival, as tedious as it was, um, I did like some of the reveals in that. When you play through like two, three times, and you come back, and he's like, oh, yeah, this is like your 48th time going through this. And I'm like, excuse me? <laughs> or like when you step out to like, oh, I'm going to go try and leave for help. And you come back, and Paimon's like crying. She's like, you were gone for like two weeks. <laughs> and you're like, no, I, I've been gone for like 20 seconds. And yeah. Paimon's like, you gone forever i'm like oh wow um there was a lot of storytelling elements that i really liked in sumeru um the whole thing revolving around apep um the whole thing around you know greater lord ruka devada there was a lot that really went for sumeru but i mean the music in sumeru i mean blew me away um that was probably my biggest takeaway from from that but i mean i'm trying to think of like some like really peak moments i would say maybe when uh, Nilu finally does her dance for the for the festival. Yeah, you mentioned that like last week or the week before that. Yeah, yeah. So, so well, that was the one where she did it when we were trying to uh, when we were trying to free Nahida. Mm-hmm. 
when we were taking the academia back. This is the one like during the festival when they do it, and like you're like you're in uh, Dunya's Arts uh, cycle. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. You, and you think that, and if it's like, oh, and then Dunya shows up, like her spirit form, like see it, and that was a really emotional scene. Oh God. Um, and I, I really loved that. Now the the only problem with that, and it keeps it ranking really high, is that later on, like, oh look, Dunya's already made a full recovery. I'm like. It, it, it to me that kind of that kind of soured the whole take on it mm-hmm. because her experience like and finally seeing that like, if it happened like right before her passing and then juniors are like straight up just like died would have kept that bittersweet and it would have ingrained it and made it more permanent and made it more impactful yeah but the fact that we keep coming across these things every time you know with with rana and then again with juniors and you know when nahida was going to sacrifice herself uh, and she's like, oh, well, I might turn back into a twig or whatever. If I do, you know, just wait for me. But every time they feel like they're going to build up to this real emotional sacrifice, this impact, this real, this thing that's really going to tear at you and just really stick with you, they, they, they're afraid to commit to it. Yeah. And then they dial it back. Yeah. That's a thing like that. I always hated in like in shows mm-hmm. and I don't want to like get into it, but like, that's like a, like one of the. And I still never finished the series. I actually haven't even made it past like the second season. But the like Game of Thrones hooked me that way. Yeah. Where Game of Thrones hooked hooked me by introducing a cool character that I really liked. And then suck it up, nerd. They're and then uh, yeah, they're yep. dead. And I was mm-hmm. like, oh, oh, okay, <laughs> it's this yeah. kind of show. And and yeah. you know, like I don't want them to kill off every character, but it, that was the no. same same thing for me with like Shao. Like mm-hmm. when Shao sacrifices himself in the chasm. Just let it happen. Well, the thing about it was, like, Zhao's a very prominent character. Like, he's very important to, like, the story. So I can see it with something like that. Dunya's art is not a core character. True. As much as I, so, as much as I love Dunya's art, she's not, yeah. I don't want to say she's not important, but she's, she's just not. Um, and so, like, if when, when you get ready and you build up this character and it's getting worse and it's getting worse, and it's like, if you're going to prep me for that and you want to rip my heart out, just rip my heart out. Don't do it. And they'd be like, ah, just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> and then that, and I, and I hate that. Yeah. Um, but, like, um, like when Jet lost her dad, like, if, if they had gone back in there and been like, oh, look, Papa's actually okay. He made it out. He, like, crawled through a window at the very last second. I would have hated it. I would have hated everything about that. Yeah, same. But the fact that, like, he just straight up to, like, get out of here and he made the sacrifice. He just straight up just died. I'm like, good. 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 <laughs> stay like, dead. Like, yeah, you stay dead. Um, <laughs> and I like it because it made Jet advance the character. It, it made her so much more. She became so, like, ingrained in, like, what she was doing. She became so bitter and like later on in like the second part when we ran back into her like it was great you saw the way it was impacting mm-hmm. uh like her story and i feel like this junior's art has straight up just like if he should she if she just ate it <laughs> then imagine like the impact that would have had on like nahita and and uh and like dea moving forward yeah yeah I you're mean, right there would have been so much more and i wish they would have done with that but Sumera had a lot of good moments where they built up like these things and these stories, and then they kind of like dialed it back. Um, but I would say that Jet's story was a really big highlight for me. I loved everything we did with Jet, everything through Golden Slumber and the second part that's name I can never remember. Uh, um, yeah, I can't remember. Yeah, um, the whole thing with Apep when Apep showed up, and you see like this whole like you know like the whole like Dragon Ball Dragon scene. Oh like, yeah, freaking enormous. 
I was like, oh, that's that's badass. But I remember, I remember finding that cave where you go to fight the the weekly pit boss now and seeing this big light. And Pine was like, I'll explore it later. And I was like, this place is going to be important. Yep. Um, so, uh, and, and actually seeing that come to fruition and see what happened with that was, was really, really good. For me, I will never forget how giddy I was when it was time to like load up and I saw the door pop up on my screen for Genshin and I was like, I'm going to Sumeru. <laughs> and I'll never forget going in there and being like, like I refuse to, I don't even know if you could teleport, but I'm like, I remember walking through the chasm, like mm-hmm. to physically walk into the region from Leeway to Sumeru. Oh yeah, through the cave that that yeah. opens up. Yeah. Yep. And so I remember like walking through and I remember the music kicking in and oh. just how beautiful everything was and the music, like the music, I could say it over and over again. It was so good. Oh yeah. I I still say it. Fontaine has some really really big shoes to fill when it comes to music. Yeah. And I have I have all the faith in the world in Hoyo to to really deliver, but oh man, it's going to be tough. Yeah, their music team is great. Um, again, yeah, to reiterate, same as you, our conquest just nailed it every time I cry. I've never cried more during our conquest, like end cutscenes where it's like the high definition, like animation mm-hmm. so many times, like I've cried to almost every single one in Sumeru, like, Oh yeah. The greater Lord Ruku Devada one with Nahida. Mm-hmm. Ugh. Like oh when they're when they're talking to each other and she's like giving her the backstory of like what she's got to do and why things are the way they are and oh my god I lost it I lost it oh whenever you have something like that and then they're like oh and by the way why this is done you won't remember me oh I know oh <laughs> I hate that crap so much but on a different reason it's kind of, and then you get back like and then you like you talk to her it's like oh I feel like something is missing but I don't know what and you're just like ah yeah <laughs> um. I love that they they kind of tied up. I love when they tie up loose ends. Like, yeah. Senora was a huge loose end that just kept coming up and coming up in every single region. They got tied up in Inazuma. Yeah. And, you know, even though I didn't play through the early events of Genshin, I knew Skarmouche played such a bigger role in everything because mm-hmm. he would pop up in a lot of limited time events. Yeah. More than he did in our conquests, so I knew he kind of had, kind of like the same runtime as Signora, and then a lot of Sumeru was going back to Inazuma and like realizing like what actually happened, and while Scarmouche was like an Inazuma-born character, mm-hmm. like I, I tie him to Sumeru so much more, and I love that. Yeah. Um but yeah, I I don't know which I think I think the the music and just the overall aesthetic and the feeling of walking into Sumeru for the first time really hits me and like is fresh in my mind still like it was yesterday than the Archonquests were, but still like immaculate the Archonquests. Mm-hmm. Sure. 
Yeah, I'm, I'm really hoping that the Archon in Fontaine like does, does really good. I, I expect it to, especially with the theme as far as like you know the court, the justice, and the Archon being as kind of like eccentric as they are. Yeah, I think it's going to be really good. Yeah, I'm 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 hoping I I I have all my faith is there. Like I mm-hmm. I feel like they're going to nail it. So yeah, no, I'm, I'm very very excited. Um, but yeah, like said, like like you say, man, music music is everything to me. Um, it, it, it doubly so in Sumeru. Yep. All right. Question of the week. How long do we have? Oh, we're like a minute and 15. We are in we're about good. an hour 10. Yep. We're yeah. good. Uh, question of the week. This was asked by Ferris in our question of the week channel of our discord. Sorry if it's been done before. I don't think this specifically has been done. Uh, we've talked about reworking reactions, but not adding a new one. Yeah. So, Ferris asked, if you could add an eighth elemental type, what would it be, and how might it interact with the other existing elements? Hmm. So, I did answer this. This is like a, a bit of an older question, but I'm not sure we actually covered it in the show. Mm-hmm. Um, but I so said, my thing on it was like, I've seen it done in other games. Like, I used to play things like, um, uh, what was it, like Epic 7 and uh, AFK Arena things like that. And there's always been like two different brackets of elements. You always got like your core elements, like your, you know, your earth, fire, wind, water, things like that. And then usually off on their own separate bracket, you should have like light and dark, or it'd be like divine and demon or celestial or shadow or some crap like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I could probably see something maybe like with that, like a light and dark kind of thing, like celestial and then like, void or whatever it is and to where they usually they they work specifically off each other whether they interact with each other like in elemental reactions or if they specifically counter one another yeah um you 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 see that a lot in some games i could probably see something like that especially with all the shadowy stuff we see especially like like dane's leaf yeah for sure And, and with just knowing like like with the with the unknown god that we experienced at the very the very very first cutscene of the game well this has to happen right because if you think about it every region has their own element mm-hmm. what is conria you know like conria has to be something gone i mean didn't didn't celestia permit go all you know sodom and gomorrah on it <laughs> yeah but my point is is what element do they are they the land of they're not the land of Electro or of Animo or Geo or or Dendro. You know what I mean? They got to yeah. be something. So what is it? I don't know because I uh, yeah we're going to Fontaine. That's got Hydro. Then Natlin is supposed to be the name of the one for Pyro, right? Yeah, and then we have Shneznaya. Yeah, and then Shneznaya is for Cryo. Yeah, yeah. Um. So no, I mean that's 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 a fair question. Did they did they have an element beforehand? Yeah, I'm not sure. Or what about uh, what about Inconomia? Mm, well, technically that's Inazuma. I mean, I guess, but like they were kind of doing their own thing. That's why Raiden kind of like you know wiped it off the map. Yeah, I'm not sure. Hmm. See, I'm I'm wondering like some of these old players, if they had their own elements for old archons and things like that. Or what they were doing. Because I know that uh, in Konomiya, they worshipped, um, was it Oribut, or Oribashi. Oribashi, yeah, there you go. Um, but yeah, as far as like Conrio's 
I wonder. No, that, that's that's really good. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe Conrad will, will bring something in the other. Conrad's going to bring in the physical, the physical. Element. Oh, there you go. Yeah, 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 yeah. I like that. Yeah, it, it'll just be like a clear vision. It's just something. like like the game. the The meta just comes full circle. It's like Eula is just Eula is the secret archon of Conrad. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. yeah the, the origin of the Lawrence clan is actually from Conrad. And... <laughs> Yeah, I think um, I think the light and dark thing is actually really good, and I feel like that is a common theme with a lot of games where you have like a trifecta, and then mm-hmm. there's always like, oh, here's an addition. But these two, there's not one. It's not like oh, Pyro beats Cryo. It's more like they both beat each other. Yeah, and then I've seen it where like the same element will be. Uh, a reaction quote unquote like I have air quotes right now but it's not really a reaction it's just it just works well against itself too okay I sure. don't know what that would be um hmm. for Genshin kinda... what was that I was gonna say like like I know like I used to play like Fate Grand Order and stuff like that we had that as well like they had like if you're familiar with the Fate universe all the different servant types was like Saber Lancer Archer you know Rider Caster all these different types and like each one are strong against different types. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's one that's called just berserker, which mm-hmm. is like really, really strong against everything, but it's also really, really weak against everything. Mm-hmm. So like, it's like a glass cannon kind of deal. Yeah. So it could be something like that. I don't know what I would add as an eighth element. Um, hmm. Paimon. Paimon? Whatever whatever, whatever, whatever Paimon is. Paimon is that, like, light or dark, honestly. <laughs> you think so? Yeah. Like, I would love to see, like, I don't even know what you'd call it. Hmm. <laughs> like, this question required a lot more thought than we were ready for. Like, I, I, I had a fallback. But... Like, I have, I have a bunch of ideas, like... You could do like a metal element. I don't know like what it would be. And it'd be yeah. kind of similar to Geo. Okay. But how it how that would react to like the other elements just really doesn't fit. Um And you're not gonna call it Metallo or something. It sounds like a song. Metallo, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um <coughs> Yeah. Huh. Yeah, I think I think you I think you you took the only good answer. <laughs> yeah. It's just to bring in yeah, I, I kind of like your idea of like a, of a metallic one in there like alloy or something like that. In which you could add different elements. It could, it could react now you could like conduct electro or I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm trying I'm trying to work with it in my head right now. I I think it's because it's close to midnight that I'm just not firing off on all cylinders. I think it's just too close to Geo. It just they're Yeah, yeah, maybe. Yeah. That's tough. But I do like the light and dark idea. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, I think that if we're gonna get any more element stuff, that's probably where they're gonna go with it. Yeah. So I'm gonna call it now. Uh yeah, July 29th, twenty ninth, twenty twenty three as of this recording. I'm gonna call it now. We'll see if we'll see what happens. Fair enough, fair enough. Okay. Um if you guys want to Ask a question. Uh, like I said, question of the week channel in our Discord. Go ahead, ask anything. It can be Genshin related or not. It's up to you. 
Patreon shout out Muffy, Nyanko, Flame, DJ, Aegis, Soupy, Ran, Penguin, Raichiha, Insomnia, Sam, and Alan. Thank you guys very much for supporting the show. Uh, couldn't do it without you. Seriously. Yeah. Y'all the real MVPs. For real. All right. That's the end of our episode. Uh, if you haven't done Kaya's Hangout, I would do it because next week I think that's what we're going to be talking about. And yeah, spoiler, it is my favorite Hangout so far. That is so weird to hear from you, from Mr. I Hate Kaya. Oh, well, in the Discord, here's the second spoiler. Discord, I gave a new rating for my hate of Kaya. Oh. My hate of Kaya was a negative 5 out of 10. That's how much I hated Kaya. <laughs> okay. It is now a 7 out of 10. What? I don't know what well, like it a is. Positive, not, not, not a negative Correct. 7, but a positive 7? Correct. Jesus. Like double, like I doubled the increase and then added two. <laughs> so, wow. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what it is. I mean, I know what it is. I'm not going to say it, but. Yeah. I'm going to have to get all in this. That, that's, that is wild. Yeah. It's real. It's a really good hangout. It, they do stuff that they have not done in a hangout before. Um. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, I think. You see a completely different side of Kaya mm-hmm. that you don't really get to see, and you know it's to be fair, you don't really see a whole lot of them at all. Yeah, you only see them in the beginning, and then in this event, where in this event, even even in this event, like I kind of see it now, right? Like he plays with Klee, and the the three Lawrence clan brothers are like, or those adventurers from Monstat are like arguing and he's oh, like yeah. hey there's I a kid here so like much. say sorry like <laughs> even even <laughs> he, he plays that big brother role real quick i'm like yeah get on Gaia. yeah and like even in that moment i was just like i still kind of hated him mm-hmm. but like yeah i don't know just just do the hangout it's really good i'm i'm actually gonna do it as soon as we get off <laughs> so yeah uh there's a there's that artist that i follow on twitter and i've reposted their stuff using our uh the actual uh resonance twitter account some uh akayada it's like a underscore kayada k-a-e-y-a-d-a they've done some animations too that actually are in genshin ads right now oh really yeah yeah like they did the um the music video where i'll hate them is uh is singing his song about uh uh, oh no, Kaya uh, Kave is singing about all hate them, mm-hmm. and then Tenari them are, ta- are singing along, talking about how he's jealous of uh, of all hate them. So that <laughs> music video is actually in a actual Genshin ad on YouTube and stuff now. Oh, that's awesome! Um, yeah, but that artist has always done a lot with Kaya and Klee going on adventures and stuff together, and it's always been like super cute and seeing actually do like an actual thing in game. I'm like, oh, I love this. Yeah. So no, that, that that's great. I'm I'm actually really excited to see this hangout now. I'm at three out of five endings, and I already want to build Kaya. Oh, that's that's that that's that is great to hear. So yeah, awesome. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna get right on that this week. Then yeah, we'll definitely touch on that next week. Sweet deal. Uh, yeah, next week Kaya hangout and me and Rand kind of tried to like ballpark when the live stream is gonna be, and it's gonna be like either the same week. Or just after we post the new episode, so then we'll you'll get the yeah. So yeah, I'm almost positive we're gonna be releasing the episode that covers the live the 4.0 live stream program, 
and then the and then when we post that episode because we post it on Monday, the mm-hmm. update's gonna happen like that Wednesday, Thursday. So oh, absolutely. So everybody will have our our thoughts fresh in their minds, and then you'll be literally going into Fontaine. I can't wait. I can't. Oh, I, wait. I, I'm ready. Yes, I'm sorry. My my quest log is empty right now. <laughs> yeah. So and it's a great thing to see. All right. So that's the end of our episode. Uh, we will talk to you guys next week at Astra Abbasas, Travelers. At Astra Abbasas. Mm-hmm.